just hit record on the podcast thing too. So, um, yeah. So what I want to start out the show with and talk to you guys about is we are brought to you by, and this, Oh, first off, I hope you guys appreciate the special effects in the background with the, um, the shelves, the dirty shelves. So anyways, that joke sucks. I don't know why I've said it a couple times. It never, never gets any good response. So, okay. So this episode is brought to you by nature's image farm.com. So with discount code sample, um, you guys can actually get 10% off small cell B nukes pickup only, and then 10% off free shipping fruit, nut and nut tree bundles. So that's a pretty, pretty solid deal by our friend, Greg Burns. So big shout out to Nature's Image Farm and Greg Burns, the original hillbilly hipster, even though he denies it. So um, anyways, so moving on. So I got a lot of good responses about last week's episode, and I wanted to kind of continue um, just just some different thoughts I had. So I took a poll um, amongst the Sample Hour discussion group, which this is being broadcast in right now. And so one of the topics that um, it was kind of decided for me to, to cover is why do I love life? So we will finish with that. But first, I have some nonsense I have to get off my, my chest because it's, it's just bothering me. I don't, man, I thought, all right, so it's going to be some politics talk. But I thought after the election, I was positive that people would stop thinking that Donald Trump was stupid or that uh, the old pundits of, of the old political pundits that think their opinion matters and like to get on CNN and pretend like they're important or that they're smart or that their opinion matters. Um, but unfortunately, like they, they just haven't realized it. Like it's, it's so interesting to me that uh, CNN keeps falling into the trap of Donald Trump's traps. Like he sets these, these humongous traps. And they just fall into it, like this whole shithole thing, which may not even be true from what I've read. And uh, they just keep saying shithole over and over again. And then I watched some Mark Dice video who, Mark Dice is funny, but super annoying. Like, why why are there people like Mark Dice around now? Like, this, it's just so, everything is so crazy. Um, so if you guys don't know who Mark Dice is, you can check him out. He's kind of funny, but it's like the, oh, liberalism is, is cancer. And it's just it's just kind of boring and stupid. Um, but anyway, so I started watching, I don't know if you guys ever watched the McLaughlin group. When I was a kid, Saturday Night Live had Dana Carvey and he'd play, um, I think his name was Tom McLaughlin or I'm trying to remember. I don't remember his first name, but he was a Catholic priest and he, he had like one of the first conservative talk shows on PBS, but it wasn't really a conservative talk show. Like they had, it was kind of like politically incorrect before politically incorrect. Um, but it had like, uh. I actually had people that like were respected amongst the politicos and everything like that. So now like uh like Pat Buchanan was on it for a long time and he's still on it. So now that McLaughlin died last year of cancer, he was in his eighties, um, this new guy, Tom Rogan, took it over. And it's just so interesting. Like I I I um you guys may never watch this since this might be boring to you, but the show is entertaining. Like I, I really like the show because they they kinda do have a really good um, they have a really good, uh, um, it's, it's never really been biased. It seemed to always have different perspectives. So Pat Buchanan was all for Trump before 
like he was kind of ran with the same platform that Donald Trump did before there was a Donald Trump. Sorry, my cat is getting on here. So anyways, um, so it's so crazy now because now when when McLaughlin, when John, I think it's John McLaughlin, when he was still on the show, he would always have two conservatives and then two liberals. But now it's like because so many people don't like Donald Trump, it's like three people versus Pat Buchanan. And I'm just amazed that we live in a time where Pat Buchanan is the voice of reason. I never thought I would think that Pat, I would agree with anything Pat Buchanan would say. Um, so that's that's kind of it, guys. I mean, that's that's my ranting there. Um, that was that was probably boring. So thanks for tuning in, all three of you. Um, but now let's go to something else. So let's talk about why do I love life. So this is kind of a weird question for me because I, I don't I don't see another way to live. Like I don't I don't understand why you would be alive and not love being alive. Um, it's, it's kind of weird. I've had multiple people say, I don't understand mental illness, or I don't understand what it means to be depressed, or I don't understand a lot of things. And I, I, and it's like, like I'm some fucking superhuman or something. And it's always like a slap in the face to me because it's nobody, like nobody knows what you, uh, yeah. Thanks Steve Harbolt. Uh, I'm talking about why I love life now, but I appreciate the late comment. Um, Steve Harbaugh said political shit is boring to me. Thanks, Steve. I, I, I know. That's why it was only five minutes. Um, so anyways. Um, oh, yeah. So this is a test, too. So before I get into why I love life, I might not ever do Facebook again. So Skype just kind of fucked me out of my account. They took $30 from me because I used to call people on their phone. And it, give you, it would give me more privileges with Skype and being able to, to communicate with people. Um, but Skype's kind of shit the bed. And it's not, um, it's not really good anymore. So I'm, I'm going to switch over to zoom.us. So I might just record podcasts and then put them out, um, on YouTube. I'm still trying to figure this out guys. So I appreciate the, the three participants that I have right now. Um, and, uh, I twisted that poll question. What did I twist the poll question, Chris? Um, I love, this is, I love life when it's going well, LOL. Okay, so this is why I might not do this, because I'm going to read these comments and get distracted. Uh, but okay, so getting back to why I love life. Um, yeah, so what? ultimately, like, I don't think you, I don't, like, look, you should be grateful that you're alive. Like, there's always something that you can find gratitude in. There's always something that you can find a positive in. Now, it does get dangerous. Like, I, I think personally, I think I chose to to live this way because I was tired of being depressed and hating my life. So then I just made a decision like I'm going to, I have a decision like I can choose to let life happen to me or I can make my life happen. So it's like, I can live, um, (laughs) I can live and you're doing a great job, Steve. Steve just said my main goal is to make you laugh on air until you piss yourself. Thanks, Steve. So you can, you could choose to live in it. And I'm not going to say like, I, I've never been diagnosed with clinical depression. I've never been diagnosed with the only thing I was ever really diagnosed with was attention deficit disorder. And I think that was just cause I was bored in class. And so I was medicated for most of my youth and I was forced to go to therapy and I didn't really learn anything. I mean, I had one therapist that ever helped me and it was like, he goes, he would ask me if I was making changes, um, but the the thing was is that I would always say I'm trying, and he'd say, "Well, do you try to put your pants on in the morning, or do you do it?" And that was something that really kind of stuck with me: is do I try or do I actually do it? 
And so I think a lot of times, like even um, recently, like I think up until, you know, when I first started farming the first time, as anybody who listened to Feeling Forward and just watched my season kind of implode, me get overwhelmed, me just stop having fun, like I lost sight of why I was doing something. Like I, I lost sight of the fact that I... I was doing this as a replacement thing. Like I was doing it for a fallback opportunity because a college degree is nothing that you can ever fall back on. You can't fall back on a college degree. You can't fall back on your education with your $50,000 in debt or whatever ridiculous number it is now, but you can't fall back on skills and you can fall back on a small business. Um, (laughs) Fucking Steve, I'd be a horrible employee for a suicide hotline. I'm going to see if I can just not look at this. And just, there we go. I'm just going to look in the camera so I don't have to see comments. Um, okay, so I didn't, um, God, Steve, you really derailed what my thought was. This is this is going well for the first live podcast. Um, this is really uncomfortable for you guys. So I appreciate everybody that's participating right now. Because I'm not, I don't really like being the center of attention. And a lot of people don't believe me when I say that. Because they're like, well, you have a podcast and you have this, but... Like, I feel comfortable when everyone's making fun of me. And I don't know why, because it's like, because everyone's laughing and everyone gets comfortable and I have thick skin. So, um, but yeah, so back to why I love life. Uh, I, I don't think there's an, another option. I don't think that it, life is worth living if you don't love it. Um, so it's like, you know, you have to find reasons as to why you want to live and why you want to love. Um, I mean, an example is just, you know, it's easy to let our previous experiences in life hold us back or it's easy to let that happen because it's, you know, it, life can, I mean, life could be pretty traumatic, but ultimately we are pretty fucking lucky, especially if you were born in the United States. So Chris, who's, who's listening in, he's a, he's a Kiwi. I have no idea what it's like to live there, but he seems like to have a pretty good head on his shoulders, but I, I've never been to New Zealand and I, I don't know what it's like, but I can't speak from somebody that grew up in a... Um, a poor, originally a poor railroad town called Walbridge, Ohio, where everyone got reduced lunches and then went to an up and coming uh, snobby suburb, which was Hilliard, Ohio, in, you know, in 1994 in, in the Columbus suburb area. And it was a, a total culture shock for me. And it was totally, you know, being taken away from my family or being taken away from, you know, my life that I really enjoyed, but not really necessarily understanding why I enjoyed it. And then, you know, I did get bullied a lot when I came to school there because I put on a bunch of weight because my parents were splitting up. And then from from there, um, yeah, cheers. This is from uh, a listener. His nice spiced room. But um, so from there, um, you know, when I was a kid, if just I think it was just kind of the way my grandfather just brought me up because I'd, I'd spent pretty much every day of my life with him. Um, because my parents both worked so he would watch me he was retired and he just always hit it in my head like buddy all that matters is that smile of yours make sure it looks good because people are going to like that smile you got a good smile people people like you people want to work with you and then he'd also say you know all that really matters is what that guy that looks back in you in the mirror thinks and so like I was I, I was blessed to have him in my life I was blessed to have him kind of like teach me, you know, what it meant to love or have a good example of what it means to be a man. And just even though he like, he kind of challenged traditional things because he was a big, like he still is a big fan of hugs. He would just say, you know, hugs go a long way. So 
anybody that knows me knows that I, I hug you, even if it's uncomfortable. Um, if you're, especially guys, I remember people when I went to college, they, <laughs> certain people were like, man, Drew hugs a lot. I wonder if he's gay. And it was just like some weird thing because people weren't used to getting, getting hugs, but man, hugs, hugs just go a long way. And like him and my, my uncle Ray, who was this, was this crazy, uh, he was this Vietnam veteran. He wasn't even my real uncle, but my grandfather had hired him, um, to, to drive dump trucks. Cause my grandpa, he would work 40 hours a week at, uh, at the railroad. And then he, um, he, he played a band. So he played music. Like he had, he had, a, he had, he went down to Nashville and recorded country, his country songs. And then he also had a dump truck company. And like my grandfather, like really helped build a lot of the infrastructure in Toledo with his dump truck company. So like he was a part of it. So he, he has a huge ownership feeling of that awful city. Um, so, you know, it, it, for him, like, uh, he was looking for good guys to work for him. And he found my uncle Ray, who was a Vietnam vet. And my uncle Ray used to, he just kind of like, once he got out of the military, he just kind of went town to town. Um, he went, he was from Maine and he didn't have a good, a good, really a good home life there. And he was just kind of this human wrecking ball. And like, he used to remember, he would tell me these stories. He would get arrested and the, he would fight with the cops and they just used to beat the shit out of him so bad that he would never get any charges put on him. And so I just remember like, if like he, there was just stories of like my, my grandfather, like some guy uh, at my aunt Ben's wedding had like threw a cheap shot at my grandfather. And my dad said that my uncle Ray was there and his brothers were there too. And these guys just all went down and just beat the shit out of this guy. And then they just threw him in his car, like uh, head first through his window and told the, the girl he was with to just drive off. And, uh, and it was just like kind of this thing that like, you know, I, I had these, uh, these, these male role models in my life that, you know, would kind of, this guy, Jim Rohn said it, you know, you have to learn to love like a mother and kill like a father. And so like my uncle Ray, like he'd always give you the biggest hug ever. And it was like something that like a lot of people would, were just didn't expect it. Cause he was just so full of love, but there was always a switch that would go off in him. That was like, Oh man, it's, it's time to kill. And so, uh, you know, so I, I that was kind of like my upbringing of like, you know, we would just laugh. We would, we would always talk shit. I remember, um, I, I, I mean, that's just kind of part of, I don't, I don't know. I don't know when I say it's my culture, but just my upbringing, like we would talk shit, laugh a lot and just enjoy each other. I mean, that's, that's what to me life's all about is forming good relationships with people that you have common interests in and letting them know that you appreciate them, like whatever way that is. I mean, you don't have to get too uncomfortable if you don't want to, but I mean, for me personally, that's been, um, I mean, that's just, that's just the way I live. Like, I mean, like I, I made a decision a long time ago that you know, I, I say cheesy shit, like I'll say, make it a great day, or I'll say just other shit like that, because it's like, you know, life, if you're not making it a great day, then you're letting life happen to you. And so I think for me, the key for being happiness, for my happiness is is being able to control what I can control in my life. And the biggest thing is that the way you can control in your life is, you know, whether you're being proactive or reactive. And I don't want to sound you know, too self-helpish or too, too mystical or anything like that. Cause it's like, I don't believe in a lot of that bullshit, but then like I look at my philosophies in life and a lot of it is based on mysticism. Like I always tip well because I think I'm going to receive it. And now that, 
I'm delivering pizzas. I get good tips a lot of times, but a lot of it too, it could just be, you know, little things I do. Like I'll call the person and it's just, I have customer service skills. Um, so, so I, I, you know, I, I don't really know if I'm answering the question of why I enjoy life. Um, you know, I, I just think that the world, when you don't tune into Facebook, when you don't watch the news, um, when you don't really pay attention to, to boring political stuff, even though like I, I talked about that for the first five minutes just because I wanted to get it off my chest, um, the world's actually a pretty awesome place. I mean, sure, there's scumbags out there, but I mean, a lot of people are just, they're, I mean, that's, I, I can't explain why they are the way they are, but I mean, for me, I've just over the years developed a, like a, a vetting trust system. Like I learned how to make people like me and feel comfortable around me really fast. But in that process, like, yeah, I got taken advantage of quite a bit or I, I, you know, I had people that kind of screwed me out of money and other things like that. But, you know, you just, you just learn and you keep moving forward. I mean, like shutting down because a few people like shit on you, you're just missing out a whole lot on life. Like there's a lot of cool people out there and there's a lot of people that want to, to give back or want to give to you. Like just even yesterday, like driving around in the snow like i'm gonna be honest if i see a car stopped on the side of the road i don't i typically don't stop like i don't stop unless i feel like i have to so yesterday i was driving and some guy was he was stuck on a side street and his real real wheel real rear wheel drive car and i was just like ah fuck it i gotta get out and push this guy because I, he's in my way, so I could either sit here and watch him struggle or I could go there and help him. So I chose to go there and help him, and then a couple other random strangers came, and we helped push him out, and another guy chained his car up, and it was just, you know, it was just the beauty of anarchy. Um, so I think there's, like, I think if, the, a per, like, an opportunity presents itself to do something good, I do, but it, I don't think just doing it because it's like, well, that's the right thing to do. Or that's, you know, that's, that's what you should do. Never really worked well for me. Cause sometimes, man, I'm in a fucking hurry and I, I don't have time to help a stranger. So I might sound like a ruthless son of a bitch, but you, you can't save everyone. Um, you know, I can't be captain save a hoe. So it's, uh, <laughs> so I, like I have a very mixed views of that, but it's, you know, you, you find the people like, you know, the Ohio GSD crew, you know, like I, I had so many blisters on my hands from helping Dan pound in fence poles because I wanted to get a good workout in. And it's like, you know, I like the jokes that I don't really do shit, but like, you know, I try to get in where I can fit in. And I think that's that's just kind of how I view life and happiness is figure out where you can fit in, figure out a space that you can create to, to in a sense, simulate to this, this authoritarian society. Um and it's not always easy. It's not always going to be peachy. Like, I think if you are having a shitty day, like you should be honest with yourself and you could, you should say, yeah, this day really fucking sucks, but okay. What, what positives can I get out of this day? What can I learn from this day to make the next day better? Uh, what, what can I do to, to, to not, to be prepared for if something shitty happens? So, you know, I, I think the key is, you know, it's it, acknowledge your emotions, but don't let them take you over. I mean, that's, those are a few things that we can control. I see a lot of people, even in my family that are just, I feel like they're just addicted to being angry and I don't understand it. Like I, I used to be that way though. Like I used to be, man, if I couldn't, if somebody had pissed me off, like I would be so overwhelmed with the emotion of anger that I would be in tears. 
And then usually it was like time to fight. And then I'd get in a fight and I'd, you know, beat the shit out of somebody when I was a little kid or something like that. And, but that, I mean, that's not really a good way to express yourself either. So, um, I hope I'm making sense. I hope, uh, I'm articulating well and, and I'm, I'm trying to see, I said the word try. I really want this to be coherent. Um, I don't have a, a, a strong reason as to why I love life. It's just it's mainly that I just choose to do it. I think you have a, you have an option that you can live your life the way you want it, and you can focus on trying to create the life that you want to live, because you don't have any other life. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't. I think the idea of heaven is nonsense. So if you're a Christian and that's something that you're really passionate about, I'm really sorry because I I don't. I just don't believe in that, man. Uh, to me, it's just it's just nonsense. It's something that you tell kids so they behave better in school, or that you know you, they they try to become better people. So, you know that's that's my opinion. Um, so I I think that if you want to live a life in a certain way, then just start trying to figure out what it's going to take for you to get there. And I get that if you have kids, it's a lot harder because I don't have kids, and if I had kids, there's no way I'd be. I'd have my lifestyle. There's no way I'd be able to afford farming on a 15th of an acre to say to some guy I barely know that I met at a conference who lives in Connecticut, like, oh, yeah, man, come and move in. Um, but that's what I did because I was like, that's going to that's gonna help me, you know, that's going to help me out and it's going to help him out. Um, but my values are pretty much self-interest oriented. Um, it's in my self-interest to be good to other people. If I'm an asshole to people and all I try to do is take from people, it's not going to end well for me. Um, and I tell you what, when you're nice to people and you care about people and you actually listen to people, it's actually super rewarding. People really appreciate being heard. Most people want to be heard. They want to know that somebody gives a fuck about what they have to say. So that is my philosophy. We have eight minutes. I'm not sure if I can still still talk about this. Let me see what the... Uh, the chat is saying this is great for for people that um holy shit he shaved that's right i did shave um i've lost a bunch of weight guys so i'm down to like 258 now it's all part of uh loving myself so this is the lightest i've been in 10 years and my pants size is 38 which is like a, a low size for me um and now i'm uh <laughs> and now i uh um man people are just getting brutal with these comments i love it you guys are all a bunch of shitheads it's great um now for me it's like uh um man i totally got lost there oh for the shaving thing so for me like i wondered what my face would look like when i didn't have a beard and now it looks thin and uh i don't know let's rock it out for a little bit see how it goes and i'm trying to style my hair too you know that's why i have long hair too but uh yeah, so I wanted to do this 30 minutes, but I'm kind of out of things to say. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. We'll make it short and sweet. Um, again, go to naturesimagefarm.com. Uh, Greg Burns has 10% off. He's going to be having nukes. So if you guys want to get small cell B nukes, he's going to be selling those next year. You get 10%. Pick up only than any of the fruit or nut trees. You get 10% and free shipping as well. Um, go to... That's it, man, for, for affiliates. We'll keep it like that. Uh, if you want to learn about uh, Pawpaws, Versalina.tv, Grant Schultz has a free course. ProfitableUrbanFarming.com, really 
I have nothing against that affiliate, but I'm just really tired of talking about it. So if you, you want that, cool. Um, but uh, anyways, Jim Collins, thanks for the kind words that you love the podcast. Oh, if you guys want to support me, please go to patreon.com slash sample hour. All I'm asking for is $12 a year. Chris Reed, I don't know if you'll give free shipping to New Zealand. That's something you'd want to message Greg about. It's probably free shipping only to the U.S. I'm glad that you did say that. Um, but he does have... There's probably someone that we can find that is closer to you that we wouldn't mind helping you uh, get that stuff at. But yeah, so go to patreon.com, a dollar a month. Um, it's, uh, yeah, a dollar a month goes a long way. If I could get a thousand listeners that gave me a dollar a month, that would, that'd be pretty awesome. Um, so, and, and I want to end on this quote. Thank you, uh, Greg Garvin. So we're going to end with the hipster poet, hillbilly, uh, Wendell Berry. Um, and we're going to say, this is quote, go about your life. Take your pleasures as you find them. Suffer what is yours to suffer. Wendell Berry. So I, th I think that's a really good saying. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Be okay with, uh, um, <laughs> be okay with, uh, if if you are suffering, be like it's okay to be depressed if you lose a loved one. I think sometimes for me, something that I've struggled with is never really feeling like I was allowed to be depressed, and that doesn't really go away if you don't acknowledge it or address it. So I think that's one of the things that's kind of held me back in life. Um, if you guys are in the Columbus area as well, hit up Steve Harbolt. He's has a auto business in um, Marion, Ohio. Uh, he says, take better care of their, of your cars, except if you don't, he can fix them. So hit him up. Um, trying to think of anybody else wants anything else plugged. Let me know guys. I'm a, I'm a total whore for, for you guys to plug stuff. So anyways, guys, cheers. I appreciate you guys listening in on this live show. Um, let me know what you think. If you like the Facebook thing, I might switch over to YouTube. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure things out, but I know I need to do some more audio visual stuff so anyways guys thank you so much for tuning in i love you all and make it a great day okay so just to kind of amend some things and add some things so i want to apologize to the facebook discussion group because it actually they didn't say they wanted to know about my love of life it said my love life so uh maybe next time you nosy bastards anyways guys i hope you enjoyed this show not going to talk about my love life uh yeah, maybe I'll talk about some different things, though, because I think it is important to talk about men and women and their relationships because I'm trying to figure a lot of shit out with that. Um, so because there's not a lot of like it's hard for guys to talk about that stuff. So I feel like our, for a lot of men, we get sucked into, oh, how do you get laid instead of how do you find a nice woman? Like, how do you find something that's compatible with you? or How do you find that? So that I'll probably have my friend Greg Huntermark on to talk about. So Greg's kind of the, um, I produced a show, the Guru Podcast, a while ago. And Greg, Greg's like an awesome coach for that. I think you should like have a coaching business for guys with uh, their potential love ladies. So, so I think, I don't know, I, I see value in having a coach. Anyways, so go to naturesimagefarm.com. One more shout out for Greg and uh, get some shit some fruit trees and nut trees for 10% off. Oh, okay, okay guys.